Hi guys and welcome to Tater's Life. Today I'm going to be chatting with my friend Raven. We've been friends for four years now. We're going to be chatting about friendships in your 20s. So without further ado, let's welcome Raven to the Tater's Life podcast. Hello. Hello. <laughs> It's so oh. weird having you on the podcast, Raven, because we've talked about it for so long. I know. I didn't think I'd be this nervous. There's nothing to be nervous about. You you oh. have probably done more scarier things, Raven. So I know. it's chill vibes. No worries. <laughs> it's okay. I won't say anything bad. I'll be good. Because Thank you. yeah. So let's not chat on the podcast about how we met then. We will just skip <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! Skip that right away. But to, for the, our listeners, I think it'll be great for them to know a little bit about you, about what you do, your hobbies and stuff. So, Raven, take the stage. Oh, this awkward stage fright. Um, which is funny because, uh, Ray, I'm Raven. Obviously, I live in Pembrokeshire. I'm currently the theatre technician for. Pre- Forming Production Arts in Pembroke College, if ever you are away in Christmas or summer, come and see our shows. Um, but funnily enough, come September, I am actually going to be doing my PGCE, so I can teach the lovely students who we have at the college as well a little bit, um, but also to continue challenging myself, because I do love a challenge, believe it or not. Hobbies, uh, I'm a beach person. If I'm not at home, I'm down the beach. If I'm not answering the phone, I'm down the beach. If you can't find me, I'm in the sea um but i've had it plainly um which means it's very hard to get a hold of me as you know taylor on sunny days um but yeah i I don't know i think that kind of describes me in a little no yeah nutshell of raven in in, i'm gonna shorten it down even more raven is like the real life moana it's (laughs) (laughs) always at the sea it's just it's actually really really nice that you like can do that wholesome yeah which actually it leads us to sort of where we met which was university so we <laughs> met at uni we're not going to chat about how we met but we met at university can i just tell your listeners one thing oh my you said you you weren't going to embarrass me i'm not but i feel like this describes our friendship perfectly if ever you're drunk and you're around my house and you need some socks, knock on my door, because that's exactly how me and Miss Taylor met. Amen! <laughs> my feet were cold, my feet were cold, and Raven saved the day. So thank you, Girlie Pops. I hope I give you those socks back. Did yeah, I, I, I have them, yeah. I think what's more funny is we had no idea who we were. It was freshers, and then we turned up for our first lecture, and there you were. Yeah, and it was weird because I, I know like everyone will agree going to university is so terrifying at first if you know people it's so easy to pigeonhole yourselves so it was quite nice like we didn't know each other from home however further down the line we knew mutual people from home because Pamela's is such a small place where Wales is um, and then it was just nice having that comfort like we yeah. were both starting something new we both worked hard for it and here we are today yeah we are yeah it's weird how small wales is when you think about it because i remember you telling me you were from like pembrokeshire and i was like well i know people from pembrokeshire and i just like listening names not thinking you'd be like oh yeah i know those people or i went to college with these people or i did this i did that and i was like holy moly like that is so weird but yeah 
it just shows how similar we are as people as well i think because the people we know were like the same so i'm sure our paths would have crossed if we went to university or not mm, right yeah i reckon i don't know i feel like they're forces of nature and you know like when you speak about relationships in general not like mm. friendships you're always like you'll cross paths for a reason and i think that's like friendships as well like people come into your life for a reason definitely Do you know I mean? so like probably at the train <laughs> Probably at the tr oh my gosh, Raven and I met not long back. <laughs> Raven, the train was very very full, so Raven was going one way, I was going the other. We just sort of met in the middle, and then my train got cancelled twice, so I was stranded for hours, and I was like, Raven, come back. <laughs> but no, that was uh, that was quite cute actually. I do love catching up with you. So. Let's get into the friendships in your 20s. Now that, so we're both the same age, so 22. Oh my God, I had to think then. I was like, how old am I? <laughs> <laughs> but we're both 22, both met at uni. And I feel like in uni and then when you leave uni, friendships are so different. Like, I don't know if you feel the same, but I feel like in uni, you're sort of in a hub of people where you're going to meet somebody that you get on with or you join like clubs or societies with like interests of your own so like you're gonna make friends but it's when you leave uni it's a lot harder but I'm interested in hearing about how you feel about that because you went back to live at home with the friends that you'd already made before uni um it's quite funny really because it's like you say I moved home and I guess the expectation is it's like my friends are here however I have a friend in Plymouth I have a friend in Cardiff and it's like they've stayed on at uni so I was actually one of the only ones who decided to stay at home but I was quite lucky in the sense of one of my best mates who lives around the corner um, is doing midwifery and she commutes so although she's at home, it's very like sectioned when when we can meet in case she's on placement. And it's it's weird because it's like we've gone from having summer holidays and we've all been off at the same time in summer and we know we're gonna see each other throughout, to then I came home and it was just weird because I don't know how to explain it. After uni, I had a bit of a reality check. And for me personally, like all my close friends, and you especially, Taylor, will know I'm a people pleaser. And I had so much going on at home. And I just thought, you know what? I need some me time. But then it's easy to get stuck in there. I only need myself. I don't need to go and see anyone, which isn't the case at all. You need to try and get out. Um, but then when a few friends came back to do placement at home, it was hard to go and see them at the same time. And that wasn't me waiting for them, that was waiting on me. And it's like, I had to peel myself. So we go from university where it's hustle and bustle. You can see someone different every day. You know, you're gonna be around, you know each other. It's like, everyone has their own individual timetable. To then come in home, and I think the best thing I did was made myself a timetable. If I haven't had made that, I reckon I would have been in a loop of wake up, go to the toilet, grab some food from the fridge and go back to bed. But instead, like I wake up and I try, you know, and keep to what I'm going to do, make sure I see some friends, make sure, you know, I still have my own time because I think that's the most important thing, especially if you're moving back home with family, you've got to do stuff for yourself. Yeah, I get that completely. And I think 
Well, I'm in a different situation where I didn't like go back to live at home or whatever. But, you know, when you're in uni or you live independently for a little while, moving back into a family home where there's rules that you haven't made yourself or like my house, my rules sort of vibes. It's really, really difficult. And I've heard that from a lot of people actually. But now in this day and age with like the cost of living going up, the cost of housing going up, just everything going up except for our paychecks. Um, <laughs> sometimes you have to like live at home. But I think when you mentioned that earlier about doing a schedule and stuff, you know, we live in a society now where we're all connected like on our computers on social medias and stuff but sometimes going out and meeting those people can be so different to like than behind the screen do you know what i mean i'm gonna say something really controversial right now oh <laughs> i like hate it to an extent what the society you know, how, we live in well just how connected we all are how if like i'm gonna use you as an example because i'm talking to you yeah but i could be walking down the street going for like a mental health walk trying to get away from everything my phone could buzz i can see it's from you and although i should just pop it back in my pocket you know deal with it I'm at, when i'm at home it's like you've got this thing telling you to open it you've got to address it now you've got to you know and i just feel like it's so easy to you know say stuff you don't mean say stuff like and agree to stuff on the spot when you don't have anything with you and um, because you've got something new that's like you need to respond now they were expecting this of you and then if you like think about it you're your own worst enemy with yeah. it at the same time you are in control so it's kind of being like no i don't need to check my phone right now if it was an emergency they'd call yeah so i, I feel like if anything it's the whole like short messages and I, i'm a killer for it i always message people when i'm bored my mum does it to me these days but it's like trying to explain like not everything needs to be responded to so i've started muting my apps <laughs> and it's like yeah what apps have like, you got muted? Because yeah. I've got Instagram, Facebook. Actually, I think I've got everything bad from my emails muted. Oh, I've muted those emails. I'm not at work. It's summer holidays. But <laughs> um, I haven't muted my texts or like phone call and WhatsApp mm -hmm. because WhatsApps are like the key things where if it's serious, message me on there. Okay. Um, and yeah, and that means if work needs to get a hold of me, they can text me and be like, look, I dropped you an email. It's been really good. That's, that's really, really good. And like, I don't know about you, but I've found and it's like, when you're saying like a walk to get away from things and stuff, like mental health in your 20s can be really difficult. I mean, you know, it, it can be difficult at any age, do you know what I mean? But like, in your 20s, you're in like a weird sort of stage where you're like an adult, but not quite an adult yet. But you want to go out and do things with your friends and go on holidays and stuff. But you're not earning enough yet to be able to do that. But you also want to save money for a house. But your paycheck's like, nah, girl, you ain't going to have that house for another 15. Can I like, you know I mean? can I give you an, an, an analogy? Give me. How I like see it. So when we're in school, like primary school, you know, you've gone into nursery, you're looking at kids around you. Some um children will be a bit more you know developed than you are uh, they can probably read they might be able to read a bike but you may go in and you can do something different 
And I feel like something we forget is we all learn the same thing. Not the same things, but we all learn the same things to help us, you know, get through, if that makes sense. We all learn how to walk. We all learn how to speak. We all learn how to eat. And I'm telling you now, none of us would have done that at the same time. We would have all done it at different sections. And I know, like, at one point you want to speak about, like, in your 20s, some people have babies, some people have houses. But it's like, instead of getting myself down, because I know it can be really hard for people who are trying, because, as you said, our paychecks aren't following through with how expensive the world is getting. But it is like riding a bike. You know, we are all learning together and some people will figure it out quicker than others. Some people will have, you know, the best, um, what are they called, uh, stabilizers that they can go mountain biking straight away and those things will snap off soon, but they're on it, they're going for it. And they're very lucky to have that opportunity, but other people may not have that opportunity and they're having to build the stabilizer to stabilize the bike. And then when they finally get on it, they realize they spent so long in the stabilizers, they could have just got on it and fallen off a few times. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, it sounds really. That makes so much sense. And I. But I think You've hit it the... takes you on your journey, no matter where. We're all on a journey. We're, yeah, we're all on a journey. We're, we're not on the same journey, but we're all on a journey. And like, that's so true. And like, and yeah, we, we I wanted to chat about like, you know, people in your 20s and like, you know, there's different stages. Like some people are having kids, some people want to like dedicate their time to work, relationship, marriage, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. Everybody is on a different path. Do you know what I mean? And like, I don't know if you feel the same, but like, it's so easy to compare yourself at this stage in your life. Like, you know, with Instagram and stuff like that, people are posting pictures of like their life. And she's like, oh, well, I, I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I could do this. Oh, I wish I looked like that. And it's, it's so, so like difficult for your mental health when you think like that. Yeah, I think another thing, um, and I think I'm noticing this going back into the education system and teaching, Taylor, it's hard these days. I almost feel lucky we, you know, left when we did, because I feel like for us, mental health was introduced when we were in secondary school. Yeah. If that makes sense. It was halfway through. It was about protecting yourselves. I had it in religious education and then further on in Welsh back. I know every school is different, but with society you always have it on your phone you have it on your laptop it's a lot more um, available everywhere and I guess for young young kids who have access to all of this they're like noticing traits they may have which we would have like gone on and on and on hit secondary school college and being like oh something's not right however a lot younger and noticing if something's not right with them and they're getting help which is absolutely fabulous but at the same time, it's like, I know personally, I'm going through stuff. And my some of my mates have gone and got help. And I'm so proud of them. But for me, it's almost like, well, I've got this far. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to accept it yet. And that's just like being in denial. And it's also like seeing everything. You've got standards you put up for yourself. And it's like an argument with yourself again. It's like, as you said, seeing all these expectations online and on Instagram, you know, and I, I really take my heart off to all um, younger students in the education system going through all of their lessons and then also 
trying to figure out what's going on with them as well because I know for sure like when we were younger none of us no one would have listened to us at first it would have been an argument in the doctors yeah. and it's like with anxiety and everything I remember my mum taking me to the doctors when I was in year seven so what I would have been 11 12 yeah. and it, I was throwing up every morning and so this would have been like 2012 time and instead of them thinking it was psychological they were like I've got something wrong with my tummy <laughs> when actually it was anxiety and just over the years I've like tried to figure how to cope with it myself instead of you know going down the medication route and I feel now I've like got so far like love my lavender sprays love my fluffy stuff everywhere for the sensations but I feel like I can't do that but then I see some students who I interact with every day and they're doing so well and they've just that I feel like you're more strong being able to go into the doctors and tell them exactly what's going on no yeah I totally agree with you and I think like you know with you saying you're going through things and things like that but you're not going to the doctors yet because you've come so far that could be going back to the past where when you did go to the doctors and you did say listen I'm not you know doing really really well right now and then they sort of like pushed it to the side it sort of maybe like festered itself in that way i think what it was um at the time i had no idea what was going on i just had a pit in my stomach i'd wake up for school i was in a new country because i moved from england had no idea where i was kind of thing and it's a bit like uni you learn from those experiences how to make friends and it's as i said you had a safety when i saw you in our seminar i had a safety net however starting in 2012 you know i didn't have a safety net i just saw faces i recognized i was really bad at remembering names funnily enough and welsh names as well i'd never heard the name caris <laughs> do you know what I'm, no i i'd never i was i'd come from the lake district you know where it was thomas and all really northern <laughs> so and like Fiona as well, that blew my mind, double F, like wow. And now it's like one of the most beautiful names yeah, <laughs> that I know kind of thing. Really. Um, so it's like, I feel like because I didn't know what it was then, and it was actually just before I came to uni, when I realised I had that like epiphany, like, oh my goodness, like some other stuff, you know, that's gone on with me. And I've like had an epiphany after. I just feel like because I've managed to do so well so far and it's not got to the stage where it's like I'm at risk. Uh, I'm not going to go like I know exactly what I, (laughs) sorry, I know exactly what it is now, but I'm not going to go for help until it's like I'm out of control. I I can't do this because I know, I know you're going to disagree and this is why we're friends because you're very much like look after yourself and I'm just like I've got this again. (laughs) The thing is, like, I don't want, like, as a friend, because, like, I love and care for you, like, so much, but, like, I don't want you to get to a point where you can't cope with it anymore, because it could have been sorted sooner, but I'm not going to tell you what to do, Raven, but... You can't do that with me. I know, you're a very strong, independent woman, and I love that, but one thing that I've done that, like has benefited me quite a lot. So I do self-care Sundays. So like every Sunday, I like watch a show that I wanna watch. I like wash my hair. I like do all my self-care bits every Sunday, like no fail. And I go for a run and stuff like that. And it's been like so, so beneficial. So just taking that time like once a week or whatever, just 
you try and do it like every day or whatever but like try and set time aside for yourself because it's so so important like you were mentioning hot girl walks earlier and I was like rave <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> I mean I kind of go in the sea and have my like Moana mermaid sessions <laughs> I think well I think why I'm mentioning it is because I really miss it I've been ill the last few weeks as you know yeah. and so I don't you know put myself back I've not got in the water and it's like I've been in a prison I just want to like, I just want to run into the sea. Like there's a new trend on TikTok and it's a Moana song, Taylor. And I am being deprived of it right now. I am going to do it as soon as I'm better. I'm going to be straight in there. The ocean's calling me. And do you but... see, is that the TikTok? Pardon? Is the TikTok you run into the sea? Yeah. Okay. Fully closed. Interesting. I thought you were going to go like a body, uh, not a bodysuit, like a wetsuit sort of vibe. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, I'll show you it to, it to you after. Okay, I look forward to it. <laughs> but no, it's really, really like interesting sort of when I have these conversations. And there's one thing that I've learned that has been quite difficult, but like the fact that you do not need to talk every day to your friends for them to be your friends but like i think when when i came out of uni and stuff because i moved away to a place where i didn't know a single soul other than my boyfriend it was really really difficult so like i think i put a lot of wouldn't say pressure but i did put a lot of pressure on the friends that i had to try and speak to me and keep me entertained but like now I'm really happy and content in my own sort of space. Um, like I'll go and do my own things and stuff and then just seeing friends just tops it. It just adds to what I've got already. And that's so, so important. Yeah, I think I was a bit brutal when I left because it's like, I feel like coming home, I'm somewhere familiar, but I started doing it before we left uni. You know, the whole only seeing people who, I don't know, who, you give energy, they give them back. It's not all energy. And I'll always be a friend who, if ever you're in need, if ever you're down, just give me a call. You know, I used to say I'd be right there. I, we're in our twenties. It's not like I can come straight there anymore. I'm just being realistic, but I'll always like pick up the phone. I'll always call you as soon as I have a moment and just like speak things through. Cause it's like, as you're saying, moving to a new place, it's hard. And I've not yet experienced that. And I'm really, really happy you had you had him there because at least you had someone you weren't like completely isolated. alone. And, yeah, isolated. And it's like that feeling, like although he was there, you would have felt lonely because there's that thing of like, you have so many people around you and there's just something in you which is missing. And it's, it's the friendship. And it's like, this is gonna sound weird as well. I actually think it's harder with the friendships in your 20s than it is in relationships and I know so many people are going to disagree with that I really do it's like sometimes I'll speak to my other half and I'll be like am I being a bit uh, like sensitive here and they'll look at me and they'll be like well you're sensitive every day obviously it's me Scorpio but it's more <laughs> it's more like I'm double checking to make sure I'm not being too harsh because I think what I did is like yes I'll be there for anyone like always it's like I've, I've felt lonely I've been alone I never want anyone to experience that they should always know you've got like a safety net um but at the same time I'm brutal <laughs> it's 
I will say stuff you don't want to hear. I will tell you up front if I'm not interested kind of thing. The way I sort of describe um, the love you give in a friendship is tough love. Like, you'll just tell us how it is, what it is. Like, if I said, oh, Rives, I've got this outfit, you'll be like, tails you can't wear that <laughs> like you, I would though I would because you don't want to be like 10 years down the line maybe 20 maybe have kids kind of thing looking at photos thinking why did my mates let me go out in that when you get a photo you get a memory for life yeah. and it's like yes it's all digital now but then I know what you're like you'll get them printed out and put them in a photo, I album. Have a so, photo album I know so when you're looking through things I don't want you like like oh i'll never forget we bought the same dress and you described yourself looking like a pear taylor you were the opposite of a pear but i'll never forget it and <laughs> i like to think of it now and then and have a giggle because like honestly if you've seen taylor you know she's not a pear but it, it really makes me giggle and I, it's just like i never want you in the future to look at yourself and be like i looked like a pear I look like an orange. I look like a melon. You don't. You don't want that. <laughs> and it's like I feel not only that with me, it's like we don't live in a Disney world kind of thing. We don't live where Cinderella always meets the prince. We don't live somewhere where Bambi's mum makes it kind of thing. I don't know if I can do these drops, but it's like I feel like if you've got a friend who gives you tough love, you know you've got a friend for life yeah. because they're willing to risk everything it's like now and then my own like stomach goes in my throat like oh should I have said that but I'm being honest and on for me honesty is the best positive it will that carry on sorry I got really passionate there my yeah, blood was pumping I get it completely and like you know you'd rather your friends be honest and one thing that I love about our friendship but I find can be maybe difficult in some friendships is the fact that like you can go ages without seeing each other and then when you see each other it's sort of like yesterday since you last saw each other do you know what i mean and like that's one thing that i like love about a lot of friendships but like we are not big goer outers so like we meet in sort of a non-alcoholic setting like normally um, I mean, we'll have a drink, but we're not like party party animals. Do you know what I mean? So, like, me, I feel like, and I Taylor. Even, yeah. No, I was just going to be like, I'm never going out again now. I work in a college. Can you imagine? Absolutely no chance watching my chicken dancing in like the middle of a nightclub <laughs> around here. So we'll stick to our afternoon teas. Stick to our afternoon teas, and yeah, it's just really, really interesting. And like, you can disagree with me here but i think a lot of people friendships are revolved around alcohol going out so making that friendship where you don't have to have a drink in your system it's a sober meetup they're sometimes hard to come by 100 percent. it's like for my friends who are big going like party going out as we don't see each other as much it's like a mutual thing we never ever discussed it but they knew i wouldn't want to come out drinking i knew i wouldn't want to go out drinking with them it was always a party every single weekend and i kind of realized like <laughs> no offense to anyone listening who loves a good sesh but it's it's not for everyone some people would rather go for a walk by like for me go to the beach kind of thing give me a cider on the beach and be happy but I won't drink to the excess that 
I don't know where I am. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't even have the uni experience to put that in my head. It's just, it's never been me. I've never been a drinker. Like the first time me and Taylor met, Taylor was a little bit tipsy. And I was, I was watching Friends in bed, you know? <laughs> but it's like, I feel also the polar opposites are the best friends to have as well. Because I do have friends who love a good party. And it's like me and you, we speak to each other at least once a month, see each other once a year, <laughs> which I didn't realise. Um, but it's like, the catch-ups you have after, you can live in the moment, you can be proud. You shouldn't have the expectations of you need to speak to your friends every day, you need to see them every week, because they will feel stressed too. Yeah. And it's nice to be proud of your bait, reliving a memory as well, something really good that's happened. Yeah, and, and I feel like sometimes there's a lot of peer pressure in terms of like going out and stuff like that. And like, I love the fact how you've like put your foot down and you're like, listen, it's not for me and now your friends have like fully respected that decision but for a lot of people they would feel that pressure to go out with their friends to do things they maybe don't feel comfortable with and if you feel that pressure then I'm afraid they're not your friends. I understand friendships when say say I would really cocoon myself I wouldn't go out and say you and Esme would try and get me just to go to a cafe for breakfast. I understand that trying to get someone out for small things but if you try and push me out of a plane you'll be going out of the plane first and I'll be flying back to ground kind of thing like you should never put yourself through something where your heart is in your gut and it's like I don't want to do this because you said they aren't true friends at all and true friends are the type of people who I don't know they celebrate for you they don't agree agree with everything it's like I've got a really good friend down here who I've known since I was really young and I miss her tons but our lives have taken us in slightly different places. I'll always say she's my best friend. She's had a lot of massive life events recently and I'm really, really happy for her, but we, we don't speak. We literally don't speak, but I hope she knows I'm happy for her. Um, Cause honestly, it's like when you watch people grow, so the old, I think the oldest friendships should be like a completely different episode for you. Cause it's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. Um, because I think, if they were rules in friendship, there would be different rules for each ones. Yeah. But the ones who make you feel like utter crap, put them in the bin and move on. There'll be someone else out there, just like in a relationship relationship. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, if people aren't bringing you up or if they're jealous, jealousy, if you're jealous of something that I've done, you get right in the sin bed, like, nah, we can't be friends. It's a hard world, you've got to do stuff for yourself, and the reality is you've got to put yourself first. Do, do not put your life on hold for a friend. It's like, you know, you want to speak about marriage and kids, and I know we're running out of time slightly, but it's like, it's the bike. It is riding a bike. You will do things at different stages, you will get to your destination at different times, you will stop in different areas and it's like you shouldn't put that on yourself and you should only have people who will help you fix your stabilizer in your life and i think that's the biggest life lesson and i think uni is a great place to learn it but then people who haven't gone to uni as well who stayed at home continued working it's been mad i've come home and i've got my hairdresser and nail girl back who i went to school with and it is fab but it's like it's weird because if you do look at the pyramid of how far people get she's well ahead of me and you know what? I couldn't care less. I'm just happy. I'm happy she's doing something with her life. And I think that's the way to see it. As you said, stop being jealous, stop being upset and just be like, good, good for you. Yeah. You know? 
don't compare yourself to these people because they're on they're on different paths they've got different stabilizers they're at different stages in their lives and you know I think that's a really really good place to like sort of end the podcast Raven I think we've covered like the difficulties that you know a lot of people feel and advice as well we've covered that like you know for me actually I want to add that when I moved to a place where I didn't know I joined local clubs and stuff and like theatre groups and band places and you know I make an effort to call my friends like once a month or whatever just so we can actually keep on the same page if you know what I mean so that's really really been beneficial and has helped massively with my mental health I'm happy for you Jack no thank you girly pops i'm happy for everything that you do i'm really really proud of you and yeah you got the pgce to coming up that's so exciting <laughs> your next one can be the trials of a pgce with a full-time job <laughs> <laughs> oh no i can't wait to hear all about it but i'm so yeah i'm so excited to hear about it and i feel ready to end this podcast because we've covered things that you know i've been wanting to chat about for a really long time i just got one more thing to add okay you're never in the wrong <laughs> you're always in the right always stick to your guns there we always go stick to your guns thank you raven right That's okay. thank you for being on the podcast thank you for thank being you a great guest and yeah i'm excited for this episode to come out i feel like a lot of people will be able to relate to this one i'll share it everywhere <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Are you going to like Photoshop a photo of me putting a bike together for you? <laughs> oh my God, don't. I'm going to have to now. <laughs> right. I will see you, speak to you soon, Raven. And I hope you enjoyed listening. So thank you very much, guys.